It's gone crazy. And we're just trying to keep up. Bob and Zip. Ladies and gentlemen, here's Christine Ullman. With incredible guitarist Cliff Goodwin. And the deep end. She's going to be playing my birthday party next uh, week from Sunday. And uh, her band, Rebel Montez, features Cliff Goodwin, who, uh, Zip, you know well. Ed, I don't think you've ever met. Well, I, I don't think so, but he's kind of a New England guy, uh, like NRBQ, where they they kind of stick to one area. Am I right? He's like one of the New England wrecking crew, yes. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. He played and toured, I think, for, oh, good, maybe a decade or two. With Joe Cocker. Cocker, I knew that, yeah. And um, and he's also on other albums with pretty famous people. I think he played on a Robert Palmer album. That wouldn't surprise me. He looks like an, a war horse, doesn't he? Yeah, and he's yeah. Christine Ullman's guitarist, mm-hmm. which is how I found her. Right. And I asked if she would play my birthday party. And of course, I asked with a few dollars attached to it. <laughs> and never hurts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but very kindly, uh, she said yes. And um, so I'm so excited. I'm, I'm mowing the lawn and listening to all her songs. Right. And she's a blues artist. Oh, yeah. She, um, singer, songwriter, recording artist, music scholar, she is called the Beehive Queen. Huh. Because she has this distinctive platinum beehive hairdo. Yeah. And it's called a B-52, Bob. Well, the B-52s had the beehive haircuts. <laughs> exactly like that. Yeah, that's what it's called. Um, she's also, and she's from New Haven, Connecticut. Uh, yes, I know it well. Yeah, to- which is where I grew place. up. Yeah. You worked there. Yeah. Zip is a Connecticut boy. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, anyway, I'm just very excited. And so, so after I, I knew Cliff played with her, and when I saw the band a few months ago, I said, wow. That, I'm, I mean, I'm turning 65. Yeah. I'm getting Medicare. What could possibly? <laughs> Zip, I know Bob is biased, Jeez. but cor- correct me if I'm wrong. Does she have like a swampy Ann Wilson with a tinge of Bonnie Raitt going on there? Uh, yeah, I, I would say. Yeah? Okay. A swampy Ann Wilson? What is that? Yeah, mean? kind of a, an Ann, Ann Wilson who's very, very strong. But if you take that and you add the swampy, you know, kind of muscle shoals kind of. It's, it's funny you would say swampy and muscle shoals because that's where she cut her teeth. 
with oh, the wow. Swampers in Muscle Shoals. No, okay, you, well, I got a better ear than I thought. You went, you went like, I hear swampy Muscle Shoals stuff happening. Sorry. And yeah, that's what she's all about. Wow. Now, that album is called The Deep End. That's and I'm just going to cool. tell you, if you're listening to the show right now, I'm not getting anything from her for free. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to hear an amazing singer and the coolest guitarist, uh, Cliff Goodwin, uh, in an album recorded not that long ago, The Deep End by Christine Ullman. She's on the Saturday Night Live band. She's been there. No. She's been there since 1991. Yeah. So she played with Anton and company. Oh, and yeah. Ba oh, and yeah. Schaefer and she thing. goes back to the G.E. Smith days, though. Really? Isn't she? Yeah. yeah. Wow. She's awesome. And and I'm sure if I asked her to come on the podcast, she would. But I want to actually meet her and see the show first. Yeah. And, and I'm excited about that. It's just, you know, I mean, you know, it, it, some kids could hire Justin Timberlake for their bar mitzvah. But I... <laughs> I'm getting yeah, Christine but he only Ullman. takes tips. Yeah, for those I'm getting Christine Ullman for my senior discount special. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited about it, uh, and it's really the first big birthday party. I did one when I was 60. Yeah, and um, we had a tent set up in our yard. Zip was there. Yes, I was. And um, we had 60 people and jamming, and Zip was playing. It was really good, except that during the party, get this little whiff. Of, mm -hmm. of septic. Oh, septic. Yes. and I thought, I thought you were going to say chronic. No, septic. And, <laughs> no, this is... We're in our 60s now. There's no chronic. Yes. Okay. So, and then, um, <laughs> if there is, it's a gummy and no one knows you're yeah, doing that's it. That's right. That's what I do. But, uh, and, and then the next day, our well dried up. Yeah. And so, you know, we're hiring a sec... We're digging up the septic and we're refracking our well. Oh, boy. My wife said, no more... No more birthday parties. Oh, yeah. I thought that I thought that she was going to poison me to, to stop that from happening. <laughs> yeah. Do you have to do that? Refract the well? Is that what happens? You have to yeah, bust so, down further. So, and and by the way, this is a good topic for right now because the weather is crazy. Oh man, it's nuts all over the country. The um, the the drought out west is in some ways bigger than the heat wave. But the heat wave and the drought compound each other. Yeah, it's throwing the other into sharp contrast, that's for sure. We have historically uh, low water tables. Really? And uh, people, wells are drying up all over. Oh, that's not good. In Vermont, we're under pretty strong drought. So it's, uh, when you call the well guy and you go, I, I, uh, must be something wrong with my pump, they go, no, your no. well dried out. <laughs> They see it all the time. <laughs> you know, in another yeah. century, there would have been dead cows and cattle all over sure. the property. <laughs> What's funny about fracking is, I don't know what fracking is. I do. I know you do, and you're going to tell us, but give me a second to be stupid first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> At least I think I do. Yeah. See, you got to hear me setting it up as Mr. Stupid. Yes. And then I'm very happy to have, in fact, I'm relieved when someone else pretends to be smart. <laughs> pretends. I like that. It <laughs> doesn't have to be me pretending. That was a backhanded compliment I've ever had. <laughs> anyway, so the guy goes, well, you could drill, but there's no guarantee because, you know, you just keep drilling. You can always drill a dry hole. Yeah. And, uh, and, and then he says, or you could frack, which is less money. Still a lot of money. I think it was 4500 bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when you have a home and you no longer have water, oh yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you, you don't have a position to negotiate. It gets critical. 
And so I said, well, how does the fracking work? And he says, and basically, well, you go ahead and explain it, Ed. No, I'm just wondering if you have rain barrels hooked up to your, uh, or of course, out there you don't have gutters, really, do you? No, we don't on, do, on if you have gutters in Vermont, yeah. the ice laughs at your attempt <laughs> to create a gutter sculpture. <laughs> just takes them right off. <laughs> <laughs> no, you see the, the my... crumpled up remnants of your gutters laying on the ground in the spring. Yeah. Yeah. No, my understanding is that they, they, they inject CO2, if I'm not mistaken, um, into the uh, Earth's crust, and they try to kind of crack it and frack it and release uh, adjacent fissures of gas and or uh, liquids. Am I right? Um, it, it sounds perfect. Basically, in their case... I'm not sure whether it's liquid or gas. Um, and all I knew about fracking is that it's a political football about whether oh, you should terrible. frack yeah. the ground for oil. Mm -hmm. And I guess it can mess with the with the water pressure. Groundwater, yeah. So uh, there, that's called hydraulic fracking. Okay. And um, but it's also used as well stimul. It's it's well stimulation. <laughs> you take a deep hole and you stimulate yeah. it. <laughs> and um and it can be hydrofracking, but it can also be gas fracking. There's a bunch of different kinds. Yeah. But you fracture the bedrock down below with yeah. a pressurized liquid. And pray that it's shale. <laughs> uh yeah. I mean yeah. It, 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 you could ruin it, uh, but but they go by the odds. And Isn't the downside of that um, causing sinkholes and unsteady foot? You know, no, unsteady income. Is well, it depends. It, again, it depends on where you are, and you're basically <laughs> yes. hiring an expert, and he's standing there, you know, with his hand on his chin, going, <laughs> "Come on, you got to do your one of your Green Acres voices now." You know. Now, Mr. Doug. Now, Andy. Yeah. Who's the drunk in the jail? Now, Andy, I'm not sure I should go fracking on your property. So, uh, but hydraulic fracking is very controversial. Proponents say it's economically uh, gets you to, you know, uh, gets you your oil easier and, and cheaper. Uh, mm. The carbon dioxide one is another one. I don't know much about it. Anyway. There's another old New England trick for finding water. Div divining, right? right? Yeah, a dowsing yeah. stick, as it were, which it's really a, does work. It's not. It, I can't. It's yeah, weird. it's not on just New England though. I've seen those in Seattle. Yeah. yeah. Um, and if you're a dowser, and by the way, I know a guy who claims to be a dowser. Uh huh. But I know people who say they can make a Ouija board spell whatever you want to. I think I both of you guys were dowsers at one point. Yeah. <laughs> you cleaned up. <laughs> I, 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 by the way, I don't know if I believe in the... Jeff Bezos used it as his logo, a dowsing stick. The, That's a prime delivery to... No, oh, did he really? No, no, no. Are you making that up? He's joking. Yes, I've just made that. I, you know that I'm extremely gullible and I'm fragile, Jeff. You can hurt my feelings. Get fracked. Anyway, you won't so, be so fragile. So they fractured our well yeah. and, and it, it revived it. And oh, good. If any of you out there are dealing... With this uh, horrific drought, uh, forget about the heat wave. The heat waves come and go in a couple of days. Mm -hmm. You know, I say forget about it, but if it happens to kill you, I do feel bad for you. <laughs> I'm um, assuming you have reverse osmosis from for the well water. Uh, no, I don't use that. We do. Um, we Filter. do filtration, yeah. uh, salt filtration system that removes. The, ours has lots of excess minerals, so we okay. re remove those. Yeah, heavy All metals right. are not good for the body. Yeah. All right. On the show tonight, I have some topics prepared. 
I hope you guys did a little homework. Tiny bit. Uh, Jenna Bush and Zipfell have something huge in common. That's one topic. Oh, okay. Both need manscaping. By the way, what's, it, do you remember it what it was? Because we talked <laughs> yeah, about it. Yes. Okay, good. Yes. Good, good. Um, and Britney Spears and Casey Kasem have something huge in common. Yes, they do. Google, and you know what that is, Ed. Uh, yeah, yeah. Google has announced something you never would have thought they would have promised to do. That's true. They promised to remove... The use of cookies. And if you yeah, don't no know, like cookie, yeah. no use cookies. <laughs> we'll have a Google spokesman to tell us all about it. <laughs> and uh, can I pose a quick question of Ed? Sure. sure. Yeah. Um, with the uh, the collapse in Miami, has that given you pause? Don't you live no. in a high rise? No, no. You know what? Miami is that town is built on corruption. Yeah. And that's the first thing that came well, to mind. Well, corruption head. and swamp, ironically. Yeah, that, yeah. Well, that, that yeah. too. But you remember, know, the, you know, we're going to clean up the swamp. It was it was cocaine and mob money that built the entire shoreline for crying out. Yeah. Other than maybe the Deco District, which is historic, but you know all the cement and you know cement companies. I'm sorry, but you know that a lot of them are are owned by the the, the mob, and they will just take the, the amount of Portland cement sure. and cut it by a third and, and substitute. Well, they cut it by a third, and by the way, unlike the, uh, you know the way they cut cocaine, they cut it with human bodies sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> they said, he too said soon, to the guy soon, living at the home, yeah, <laughs> the home of Jimmy Hoffa. Great. Now, <laughs> now it's a tragic story and it's terrible. It it's is. on the news constantly. Yeah. Why is it? Uh, and and I'm just going to play devil's advocate here. Why is it that a mass shooting is gone real quick these days, and this story has such huge legs? And I think I know, but Zip, why don't you give me your opinion? You're a Florida homeowner. Uh, well, I think I, I think it's awfully close to the you know the just the physical scenario is so much like nine eleven. I think has a part in it. Sudden, you know. Yeah. Well, the just the way the collapse of the building. I, oh, you know that the. the uh, you mean the visual, uh, and, the graphical, just the graphical. It's a PTSD thing, isn't it? Yeah, in a way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I think you're right. Even the actualities from the people reporting in, they said, uh, you know, the, the police were saying, man, it looks like 9-11 is, you know, they, they kept saying that. Yeah. They kept playing that over and over. So um, That's very true, and I hadn't thought of that. Um, for me, watching this coverage, and it is wall-to-wall -wall all day. Oh, yeah. Um, I think the news channels miss something dramatic. They're not getting as much dramatic. I mean, Biden is about as dramatic as an afternoon nap. <laughs> and, and I think why the story resonates is it resonates with people who are struggling, who live in buildings like that, and there are lots of them. Yeah, it's an allegory of sorts, isn't it? Yeah. And, uh, and so when I see that, it's a little like the feeling I have had when I did some things with World Vision and we went to some poor countries and went, yeah. oh, that's how the people live. Yeah. When that's I see Haiti that, every day. Yeah, yeah, you don't think that we have a lot of that in America. And even if you drove by, you might say, oh, they got an ocean view. They live in a beautiful spot. But those are shoeboxes stacked on, you know, slab cement right. on top of a swamp. And um, yeah, it's kind of a it's kind of a crushing of the American dream that your your government 
And by that, I mean corrupt Miami government, not, not yeah. beautiful people in Vermont. <laughs> but isn't your government supposed to protect you from that being possible? With all of the, you know, we complain about planning and zoning and building permits and codes. Uh, isn't all of that supposed to be the safeguard that makes our country different from third mm. world countries? If, uh, if you want to weigh in, feel free. But I, I just think infrastructure is not, um, an, not a sexy ribbon cutting ceremony type of expenditure. That's why they the gave it to Biden. Biden. <laughs> uh, a sexy president wouldn't yeah. do infrastructure. No, yeah. no. Go ahead. Sir. Well, it's a man. It's a man-made disaster. This That's one. the problem. Yeah. You know, yeah. It has nothing to do with. But Mother it's a failure of our system. Is, yes. Yes. And you know, because why have building uh, codes? Well, but, well, the problem is you got guys that you slip an envelope, they'll look the other way. You know. Miami. Yeah. Just, I, I mean, it, how far is this from Miami? I'm, bl I'm blaming Miami, and it's really not Miami. <laughs> how long is I-75, Bob? <laughs> yeah, it, yeah it, it, but it's, 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 how close is it to Miami? It's, it's on the north. It, isn't it just, it's not too, it's slightly north of South Beach, isn't, is it not? Okay, so it is Miami. I'm, guess, I'm guessing, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I just like blaming Miami for things because, <laughs> well, I just saw this show, Startup, and it's all about how corrupt Great Miami show. is. Love oh. that show. And Zip, now that you've, now that you've crossed, now that you've eaten the magic mushroom that brings you into pay television, <laughs> oh, you should oh, watch man. some other series. Now that you've seen Mayor of Easttown, yes. But startup created and produced by right. Ben Kitai of Michigan is still good. All right. So uh, Jenna Bush and Zip Zipfell have something in common. <laughs> And uh, it's a strong emotion, and, 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 and they have few things in common, but other than his cute smile and her cute smile. <laughs> One's in a dynasty yeah. and the other's going to die nasty. I don't know. What it, <laughs> um, no, they both jumped out of an airplane ah. willingly to promote their media show. Uh, Jenna Bush just did it. Jenna Bush Hager, I should say. Honor me, Bob. Then honor me. That's right. In honor of her yes. grandpa, her late grandfather, yeah, President yeah. Uh, George. I in my 80s, 90s. Herbert Walker Bush. I jumped out. I remember Geronimo. when you did that. Um, Geronimo. She jumped out, of course, on the Today Show, where she's the co-host with that, um, what's her name, Hoda? Hoda Kotby, yes. Yes. I never watch, I, I never watch those two. I don't know why, but something about Something about that segment. Ever since even Kathy Lee was on it, something about it always... Well, it was two women sitting around drinking wine, right? Well, Hoda Copy was what happened in the middle... <laughs> Isn't that what, what they happened do? in the middle of a newscast when you had incoming copy on the wire, right? Yeah. Oh, Hoda Copy, Hoda Copy. Yeah. Anyway, I don't watch them, but I, I saw this clip now because it was, it was pretty cool. Um, she said something that's the same thing Zip said before jumping. Uh. She said... I was terrified. Which I, can't, yeah. I can't bring myself to do it. So I do anything in the air. I love, I've done hot air balloon. I cannot bring myself to skydive. I, have, I don't have the, the cojones. You've done a hot air balloon? Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't watch the Albuquerque news this week. <laughs> don't okay. laugh about it either, because if you don't okay. see it, it's really Oops. tragic. 
I, um, I just know that she, when I volunteered for it, it, it was a ways off. Hey, you know, in August or yeah. whenever it was, we're going to do this thing. What do you think about doing it? And, and all of a sudden I saw my arm go up. And, and as the date got closer, I was thinking, Oof. what did I agree to? What am I thinking? And I think she had that same, same and scenario. She, but she also had, there were two other safety guys she was tethered to uh, oh, okay. experienced. By the way, I, I, I think that's a total false sense of security. Uh, you, know, you know why I think that? Well, there's always room for failure. I, yeah. I'm a nervous sleeper. I put on the security system and everything. And I'm, I'm nervous. Like if Lisa's away somewhere and I'm all alone in the house, I'm a nervous sleeper. But when Lisa's home... I feel much safer. Mommy's home. Because we're, we're sleeping in tandem. How much safer <laughs> am I actually? No. There is no, there is no increase safety. By the safety. way, I feel safer if the cat is in the room. So you see what I'm saying? <laughs> You're codependent is what yes, you are. Yes, I'm co- totally. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I think having someone in tandem just means you get to wave at somebody on your way down. <laughs> I don't know. But you were terrified. Like really terrified. I, well, I, I was terrified. I also, there were a couple other extenuating circumstances. Number one, the company that we, we took 10 listeners, did it. Uh, Nancy Hodnot, who was a promotions director, mm-hmm. jumped with us and 10 listeners. And uh, we did it at this place, which was Orange Airport, which is a really tiny little thing. Yeah. All of the gear was this really old army GS. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really old. And My mother packed like, parachutes. You be careful. She did a good job. <laughs> we skydive and buy your gold coins and jewelry. One of those and, places. And, and the, the, the key to the thing was is that all day you work with this guy who's a jump master. He speaks in measured tones. He's very clear about everything he wants to do. You, you practice landing in the sand and right. how not to break your ankle and all this yeah. other stuff. But when we went to finally, there was a, it was a really windy day, and Oof. we thought we had to cancel uh, but they called in an extra jump master to get us up quicker, and it, it was a bartender from one, a local club here in Worcester <laughs> who was a. That's who ended up being my jump master. The guy was, hey, brother, how you doing? Yeah, you know, he was like, uh, like Jeff Daniels, teacher, you know what I mean? That yeah, kind of guy. Yeah. Hey, brother, how you doing? You know, Foster Brooks shows up with your shoot. That's crazy. Exactly. That's exactly what it was. And he says, hey, he says, don't worry, man, we haven't bounced yeah. anybody. Yeah. Hey, you know nice what they say to Chip? If a first don't succeed, so much for skydiving. <laughs> You don't get a it lot of It really duel. was that that crazy. Yeah. He was a complete nut. That's funny. You know? So when you saw her, uh, you saw Jenna Bush Hager do this, it it all came back up for you. Well, she had the exact, the, she went through the exact range of motions. She was absolutely terrified. I could hear her in her voice. She could be, she was like, and I could see it in her face. She's thinking, why did I agree to do what this? I, what I'm am bush, I doing? <laughs> what am I doing? I'm set And for then life. when she jumped... Um, and her chute open when she got halfway down, it goes from this incredible racket because you're falling at maximum velocity. The chute opens, and then it's the most idyllic thing. It's totally quiet, and you're just floating down. It's the most beautiful thing in the world. I I can't ask Jenna, uh, but let me ask you, at what point do you feel calm, when you land or when it gets calm because the chute is open? When, when the chute opened. Okay, the minute so, the chute opened, I was When you was know fine. you're not plunging to your death. That's exactly, <laughs> that's exactly it. Yeah. And the other thing, when she got on the ground, 
She, I think she screamed at the top of the line. She said, I want to do this again. Yeah, Everyone, yeah. Everybody who jumped wanted to do it again immediately. And did really? you want to do it again, too? I did, but yeah. it wore off. So, and okay. part of the problem like, was... So it's like childbirth. Yeah. Well, it's just such an incredible <laughs> it's rush. It's not like childbirth the, at all. I it, don't know what it, that No, it really did. is. It's yeah. the, uh, the ultimate test of your nerves. You know See, I, I, mean? would, really I would is. need a poop-proof suit to do that. Yeah. I really uh, would. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. But, my mother, you know... My mother... Oh, just a final thought. Two, about two or three weeks after I jumped, I opened the Boston Globe one morning, and on the side <laughs> thing, there's this picture of what they call a streamer, which is a chute that does not open. Somebody snapped a picture of it, Ooh. and the caption was, Death Plunge. Yeah, Some guy, cool. the second um, static line jump, jumped out the static line, actually got caught in his <gasps> reserve chute. So and he was cooked. And and now was is it. this in the same airport that you went to? No, it wasn't. Oh. But it was in Massachusetts, and you know they. And they, I don't know. I actually also looked up before I jumped. Um, I, I went to the library back in the day <laughs> and looked up a sport parachuting. You know the hazards. And what is this library you talking about? <laughs> is this a big but building? It, it, it was. Uh, <laughs> it, it was an experience for sure. Wow. I mean. You know. Did you go through the card catalog? Did they look it up on Microfish? <laughs> I used to do a decimal yeah. system. Yeah, it's funny. If you want to skydive now, there's a zillion YouTube videos. You can live the whole experience. Yeah, uh, you know, it, it. I suppose I, you know, I, I planned as as it got closer. I thought, well, the, I'll use this tool anytime I ever get performance anxiety or anything. But it never worked out that way. You know, I always thought if I jumped out of a plane, I can do anything. I could do anything. Yeah, Just, you know, I but, think that's mm -hmm. good. It's probably great oh, wow. for you. Well, no, you do the same thing flying a solo flight. That's the same deal. Mm -hmm. Flying was really hard for me because I am a paranoid person. Um, but I and I thought I was afraid of flying. But I wasn't. I was afraid of crashing. <laughs> what was and, what was it like to solo though? I mean, well, but here's you, the thing. And I'm such a control freak that if I'm in charge, I have this confidence. You're fine. That I right. wouldn't have, and also from studying it. Uh, my first solo flight, I do recall, and um, I will tell you this: my entire uh, the, the, you know the way you have a solo flight from your instructor my instructor eric gorley spectacular pilot um wonderful guy uh looks just like maybe wolford brimley's slightly fitter uh brother you know same kind of beard and the whole wolford brimley um Pistachio. yeah if it's smokers it's got to be good is that wolford or is that no. somebody else oh, he was <laughs> that's mason adams <laughs> okay whatever but you know the fatherly um yes. guy with the gray beard and a, a real calm demeanor and when you're practicing uh at some point your instructor springs it on you that you're going to solo he makes the decision while you're out training and and basically, and it goes like this, you know, you're taxing in after you're doing a bunch of go arounds, touch and goes. Yeah. And he says, you know, uh, I think I should get out of the plane now. And which is you know, Bob, I think I should get out of the plane now. Here I go. And and you know that means it's time to solo. And he goes, Yogi, what I said, yeah. And he says, I said, well, just uh, do uh, take off, come around and land. He said, if you feel good about it, do two more. And, um, and I took off and here's what I remember. I mean, I'd been doing it all day with the cat sitting next to me or my wife sitting next to me or my flight instructor sitting, you know what I mean? Codependency. 
You have someone next to you, you feel safer. Yep. Even though you're completely in charge of the disaster that could happen. So I take off, and as I'm starting the turn, I look down, and my legs, my knees, are shaking almost violently. Tremors. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I go, well, that's got to stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I've done it illegally, and I wasn't scared at all. Yeah. And yeah. you did it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Of course you did. Well, anyway, I, I landed, and I did three goal rounds and landed. And you would think that that would be, it was tremendously joyful. Well, I didn't do that part. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. no. And then I went in and got my license. And uh, the day I took day. my uh, uh, test and, you know, flying uh, and passed, it was kind of late when I finished. And I, I had to fly back from the mainland uh, of Washington. I think it was Skagit Airport. Mm-hmm. And um, the examiner said, you know, sign me off, signed it, said you did good, excellent. And I go out to the plane and I go, oh, it's about a half hour of light left. And I don't know why, but I, I killed a few minutes before I got in the plane. When I ended up getting back to my home airport on Orcas Island, which is not an easy airstrip in some ways, it was almost dark. And uh, and so this is right as I'm freshly minted right. my pilot's license. And I'm coming and I'm landing. And it's kind of sort of, it's at that between light and dark. It's a little right. hard to see. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, I don't like this. I was like, I was too high. And if and you're you too high, up. yeah, if you're yeah. too high, you might land a little long on the runway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Always better to have... Extra runway. <laughs> yes, always. Always. More runway is always good. And so I remember, because I was really, really trained very well at this. Yeah. If you don't like how it looks, go around. So right. I went around. But here's the thing. Each go around takes 10 minutes. It's getting dark. Yeah. It's oh. getting darker and darker and oh, darker. Boy. And so it took me three go arounds to land after I passed my flight test. Huh. And, when I, and each one, none of them were scary. It was just no. I'm not, you're, just, you're falling back on your training. I'm not going to land until I really right. think I've. And, yeah. and it was something about I hadn't done a lot of nighttime work. Yeah, it was something about at night. If you're a little bit, I don't want to say paranoid, but that's who I am. Obsessive, yeah. <laughs> well, and green, a little and green. Um, yeah. That you always want to leave a little extra margin. So I did want to come in low. So I kept coming in a little high, and then finally the third time. I landed, and there were a bunch of friends waiting at the airport to see if I passed my test. <laughs> Is he ever going to pull that thing in there? Jeez, Bob, come on in. We ain't got yeah. all night. And this one uh, gal, I remember she, Robin, she said, we thought we were going to have to lasso you. <laughs> so, yeah. Now, you're not, in, are you instrument rated? I am, yes. You are. Uh, but I, I haven't flown since. Yeah, you're not current, but you're 2011, you yeah, almost 10 years. I was trying to talk him into to recertifying but he doesn't want to do it now because in order to do it you have to do it a lot regularly yeah yeah and it's hours what what are the hours required i'm on medicare now i'm living on a fixed income (laughs) i'm cat food and early bird specials for me you're so full i gotta have an airplane 
<laughs> He's got the loose bowels exemption. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> All right, let's move on to our other topics because we do have uh, comedian Andrew Rivers joining us. Love that guy. Uh, Britney Spears and Casey Kasem. This was an odd article uh, for me to find because I hadn't thought about it in this light, mm-hmm. but there's a thing called conservatorship, and it turns out that Casey Kasem's daughter is now part of the Free Britney movement. Because she suffered when uh, his, I guess, second wife. Yeah, she was a nutbar. Um, basically, I mean, it was weekend at Casey's. She, yeah. Yeah. she took him towards the end of her, her oh, his yeah. life and wouldn't let the family. You know this whole story, right? Yeah, she re- relocated him from um, Santa Santa Monica, I believe, to Washington, to uh, Washington yeah. State, where we heard about that he was somewhere. I think on the peninsula, somewhere near Seattle. Yeah. And then when he passed away. She wouldn't even give up the body. No, because it was sepsis, and she knew it, right? Probably. Uh, well, that's what they say. The, the The kids say that she neglected his care. I mean, it, I never jump in when families fight like this because you I don't, never know what's you know, real. Yeah. What do I know? I mean, each side says something about the other. But anyway, how does this relate to uh, Britney Spears? Well, the daughter of radio legend Casey Kasem made headlines over her father, and she is now the founder of Kasem Cares, a group that fights against unscrupulous guardians and family members that attempt to exploit ailing seniors or young pop stars yeah, and separate them from their loved ones. And so uh, her dad has been handling all her money Kasem describes what's happening to Britney Spears as criminal behavior. Hmm. Yeah. So, I think there's more to it than that. What do you think? I, I, I think that Britney spun up. I hate to be, I don't mean to say it insensitively, but I, I don't Before think Before you she say was, it, let's do a disclaimer. It okay. is completely freewheeling. We have no idea what's really going on. Go ahead. I can say anything. No, I, I, the expression that a buddy of mine uses, uh, and I'm not put blaming him, I picked it up. I think she spun a bearing for a while. Spun I, a bearing? What does that she mean? Spun a, spun a bearing is an automotive term where you blow up the engine because the bearing gets spun. Yes, but, it's, but that was over 10 years ago. I understand that, but I also heard her testimony, and it was very erratic. Like, um, you mean the testimony that just happened at the conservatorship yes. hearing? yes. And she was uh, so like. First of all, she she sounded very entitled, and she she also sounded like just. Ad, you I mean, mean a brat she, who was raised as a teen pop star and made a gazillion dollars sounds entitled? Well, That's like well, saying was, to an NBA player, "You seem pretty tall. You're too tall." Yeah. No, I I don't think okay. she could be trusted with her own funds, and I think her family realized that because Kevin Federline was but not a good. You good just dude. said this: trusted with her own funds. If they're her that. own yeah. funds, yes. aren't they hers to blow as she wishes? Boy, and therein lies the rub. Um, yeah, you do want to move in if the courts allow. If they see, if they see that someone is, it's kind of like the public good, and you have traffic lights for a reason too. And yes, it is her money. But if somebody's about to be exploited, if you love that person, would you not want to protect them from that exploitation? Uh, without impinging their freedom, you know what I'm saying. I mean, you, but well, you, you, how, how do you do taking over their entire assets it is. impinging well, their freedom? Though. It, they allowed her enough to live, but to not get crazy on drugs again, I think, or to be, you know, bamboozled by a guy like Federline. 
Do you know why? Up? Do you know why her dad took over everything? I don't know the. I don't recall the actual reason. I assume well, this, it was because she, she shaved had her a head bit of a breakdown. This was yeah, the and shave, drugs the was part of the head. Right. Yes. Yeah. Of the yes. three of us, I believe Ed is the only one who didn't have a bit of a breakdown. Is that right, Ed? <laughs> <laughs> only on this show. And seriously, Bob. I was in the loony. I was in the loony bin for several days. Yeah. Zip, uh, you were locked up, right? Uh, yes. So I was a guest of. <laughs> the crowbar hotel State. of us folks yes yeah of a sheriff who's been pardoned by trump How, what does that tell you <laughs> oh man that's a great feeling <laughs> so uh, this is what i'm saying we all i believe have the right to fuck up yeah we all have the right to be stupid yeah and just because something happened i mean to me the burden of proof is on them as to why they need to keep controlling her not on her why she shouldn't have her money and her life right. back. She and says, all I want is to own my money and for my boyfriend to be able to drive me in his car. She can't. That, that was, she kept going back to that. Why can't he drive her in his car? I, 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 there's probably stipulations in the, in, in the, uh, the agreement hmm. that doesn't allow because you know, she, there's so many car accidents that happen with young people when they go clubbing in L.A. Hmm. It's, it's just crazy. In addition... Uh, and by the way, the, the press is treating her badly. Yeah, she's a target. They're really in Spears' twenty-minute diatribe. Yeah. By the way, that's the new name from our show for our diatribe. show, the diatribe with Bob and <laughs> Zip, Ben Kelly. More like it's the a, diatribe. It's an hour and fifteen-minute diatribe. What is a diatribe? <laughs> no, no, no. Live free or a diatribe. 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 <laughs> anyway, nice she said explicitly, explicitly to the court that she was forced to take lithium against. her. Or will. Hmm. It's just, and by the way, I know someone who needed lithium. Uh, I knew him very well. Mm -hmm. and one of my dear friends and my AA Eskimo, in fact. Uh, she said, it's a strong drug. Uh, you're mentally impaired if you stay on it too long. I felt drunk. I couldn't even have the conversation with my mom or dad about anything. Huh. Uh, and she said her dad forced her into this care. Who's representing her interests? Well, you know, here's she must have a, at some point, and I'm sure her attorney, so you know, as she amassed wealth, must she must have signed into some kind of healthcare proxy or of, of sound mind deal that yeah. flipped it to him, right? You mm -hmm. know, rather than let it to the state, which would be probate, right? It would end up going to California law or wherever she lived, correct? Right, I guess. I'm guessing, yes. Well, she apparently did not even know, guys, that she could petition to be released from this agreement. So her vo her lawyer can't be the the best if if she didn't even know that she could do that. Yeah, I, I I'm gonna side when when I don't know. Yeah, I'm say, gonna side with know. the person who's being controlled. And I think that at this point, at this age, she should be able to emancipate herself. I agree with you on that front. Yeah, well, she does have her money too i mean yeah but money. i mean in financial emancipation i don't mean that you know right. she's beholden to her by the way there uh an attorney for her temporary conservator jody montgomery pushed for sealed proceedings moving forward yeah which i think is a good idea we shouldn't even be able to talk about this we by the way <laughs> i know it's, yeah. it's a we should all be placed us. under some kind of restrictions yeah because of this diatribe okay that's britney spears anyway i'm i'm speaking out for her like I would have spoke out for Casey Kasem. Um, there's a lot of push to reform these conservatorship laws. And yeah, they, give they probably the, are lax. Well, and give the person 
more rights. Whose rights are being taken away, uh, more of a right to be heard and, and maybe a point, if you're going to do this, give them really great counsel. Yeah, get, uh, get them the best attorney that they can afford and not, not the people that are, that are having them, you know, placed on these restrictions. Unfortunately, there's nefarious intent on a lot of people's part because of the money end of things. There's yeah. always that ulterior motive that comes yeah. into play. I don't know anything. Well, she especially, I mean, as far as being in an entertainment fishbowl, she's been in there her whole life. Oh, yeah. She is, you know, she is so ripe for that yeah. kind of discussion. Which makes she's me think base. of Danny Bonaducci a little bit. Although yeah, he did okay. Yeah. He's, he's okay. all right. He's got my old yeah. job in Seattle. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> and he really, he really uh, straightened up, and and he got a he got a great girlfriend, wife became yeah. his wife, and it, yeah, he, he was a wild man here in Detroit. I'll tell you, yeah. <laughs> that's that's an interesting you know reflection upon the human nature. Just that rubbernecking of someone else's unfortunate situation you know yeah. it just is awful all right well let's move on to our next rubber necking topic and here we are the parasites <laughs> nibbling yeah. at it it's, let's move on and rubberneck the guy who's got his ex-girlfriend on tv by the way we don't have a catchy enough podcast name i think parasitic diatribe is awesome <laughs> Good that right. sounds like a punk band from seattle all right this next uh this next story is interesting uh and when I saw it, I thought, wow, I know how they're doing that without a fight? This is amazing. Here's the headline. Google removing cookies, which are used for web tracking, i.e. spying mm. on you. Yeah. Uh, and they're removing them from, co- from Chrome, their browser. So then, uh, a little bit later... When did this story come out? June 24th. So this has been out a while. On June 24th, a new a new story comes out that says, well, Google's going to delay of course they are. the cookie removal to late 2023. No, we want cookie now! <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, so cookies are evil. We're going to remove them. This is... I, I don't want to call out a specific friend of mine that I used to be on the air with, but he's always talking about the diet he's going to start in two years. (laughs) This is like, we're going on a diet in 2023. Um, And apparently they say that it's very hard. It's, you just can't remove the cookies. It's like heroin. You have to, you have to gradually wean off, wean off the cookies. Right. Alphabet said its Chrome internet browser will stop supporting the user tracking technology called third-party cookie. And that's the thing, third-party cookie. Third-party cookie. Yeah. Google is still going to know every single thing you click on. Even on incognito, don't yeah. let it fool you. Yeah. And believe me, they, they know how long it takes you to do anything you need to do. Yeah. Uh, but uh, they said by late 2023, two years later than they originally thought they would do it, they say they need the time to get publishers, advertisers, and regulators comfortable <laughs> comfortable yeah, financially comfortable uh, that tells me absolutely nothing we'd like you to be a zip uh, you're going to jump out of the plane make sure you're comfortable first you know that data though Bob that data is, is worth more than money it's incredible for target marketing I mean they can oh, be okay. so specific with that stuff Yeah, they can parse you out 
How do, how do we know they're not going to roll out the next thing uh, instead of cookie? It's gummy. Google's new gummies. Google's gummies. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, this Google is, gummies. You're uh, onto something. Well, well, what's been happening, and it happened with Facebook too, is these tech companies. Congress, you know, Congress is so old they don't yeah. even understand this technology. No, it's over their heads. Um, you know, so these companies, give me that analog gavel. I'll do something <laughs> with these high tech people. These, these uh, companies uh, are basically policing themselves and appointing, you know, third party boards to make decisions. And, and you know, Bob, they come at me with that stuff all the time, and I say, uh, you know, cookies. What I call my wife uh, mm. when the lights go out. She's a cookie. Yeah, Chinese fortune cookie. Oh, yeah, oh. she's got a fortune. She's, right. she's your Chinese it. fortune cookie because she's yeah. Asian and she's worth a fortune. That's correct. And that's how hilariously racist of you. It's too bad you're yeah. not the real Mitch McConnell. I'm, I'm concerned. This. <laughs> hey, a really quick observation. I just saw this the other day. I don't yes. know if, uh, Bob, if you know where this is. In Westboro, there was uh, a office of AstraZeneca, one of the big pharma companies. Right? Sure, sure. Yeah. Big, beautiful, giant. Uh, probably a multi-acre spread always and for and for whatever reason they abandon it and it sat empty <sighs> yesterday i happened to take otis street and i look over and who do you think has now occupied let me guess was it amazon wow anything that isn't an airport hangar they will take over <laughs> wow. it's, it's amazing yeah, yeah amazon workers next exit it's like holy crap <laughs> yeah. yeah whoever thought that like scary like, man all my life, I've seen corporations merge and get too big and have too much power. But whoever thought there'd only be one store? Left on <laughs> one, one mall. <laughs> one store, one grocery store, one pharmacy. It's headed that way for him. And you know, the pandemic has just hastened the exit from the, from the regular brick and mortar and mom and pop shops. Yeah. Because everybody's learned how fast, you know, it'll just show up in the door. Applebee's, it's the whole neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, last story before Andrew Rivers. Um, the big uh, report from our government on UFOs landed mm -hmm. with like a thud and no aliens got out of it. Mm -mm. Did any of you read it? I had seen uh, bits and pieces of it. It just didn't intrigue me for whatever reason. Yeah. They basically said um, that UFOs exist in the sense that they can't explain what they are they could be life from other planets or they could be other countries technology i'm gonna say foreign governments yeah but and they and they mentioned that which i think is cold war propaganda so that we can justify whatever I, I, military I, I, maybe i'm gullible like you bob but i i believe that over over the other you believe that it's uh, a foreign government i believe that some of them are uh, advanced weaponry yes huh and advanced surveillance. And um, can you whip out your Ouija board and explain how you came to that conclusion? No, I'm going to think of stealth technology and, you know, how that... Okay. Uh, back. So you think that other parts... And by the way, I'm not discounting you. I'm just challenging mm -hmm. you. You think that other parts, besides our governments, which spend a ton of money to try and develop weapons, you think that somewhere there's a Dr. Evil with, like, his pinky and his tooth... He may just be cleaning out a piece of meat, but he's also got mad scientists that's... All I know is we have access to tax dollars, Bob. Billions <laughs> and billions, Bob. Terrible, Dr. No, that was perfect. That was exactly where I was leading. It's <laughs> a good effort, though. Okay. Uh, so, uh, anyway, a uh, 
a who is this guy? Hold on, let me read it correctly. Uh, a big astrophysicist uh, says, and he's one of these you know big respected astrophysicists says, life probably exists, and he even says intelligent life probably huh. exists on distant planets. Well, even if we, intelligent. Yeah, even if we can't make, yeah, I was going to make that obvious joke, but I figured Sorry. I'd leave it for the fish lower in the pond. Then <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the U.S. government classifies these as unidentified aerial phenomena instead yeah. of UFO, so it's yeah. UAP. Um, could aliens visit our planet? We don't really have any information whatsoever. Um, this guy, Hakeem Alusei, uh, says it's extremely uh, likely, based on science, that there are other math. intelligent yeah. life forms out there. Yeah. Uh, wanting to understand what, what is out there is a timeless human drive. Growing up in poorer and rougher neighborhoods of Watts, this guy did. He said, I was always intrigued by the night sky, blah, blah, blah. By age 10, I became fascinated, blah, blah, blah. I couldn't believe the government issued this thing, and now someone wants to interview me, blah, blah, blah. That's it. It's okay, boring. yada, yada, yada. But at the end of the day, who, who is the most superior um, military force? Who wins the day on the military front? He with the most superior air power. Well, it's I the United believe... States always, right? That's the yeah. only reason we really rule the world. Right, and I think that space is the next air power. Well, or... Or, Lack of air power. <laughs> or, or there's already aliens out there looking at us like we're just somebody's terrarium or aquarium. Yeah. And, you know, quit watching Earth again. Come on. Don't you have some homework to do? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I, and I was more in your camp until I started narrating this, this UFO documentary and it uh, debunks a lot of it. So Stuff will hypnotize you. Yeah. All right. It's, uh, it's time now to bring on comedian Andrew Rivers, who's been touring for a couple of months. We have not heard from him. I've been following on Facebook or uh, on yeah, Instagram. Yeah, it's good to see. Yeah. He's booking theaters again, and life is Hell good. Yeah. Andrew Rivers, welcome back to the show. We missed you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, we realized that our average age goes down by about five or six years just by having you on. <laughs> we, we also make old fart references constantly. Yeah, yeah. And your average audience goes up a couple hundred digits it's, when I'm it's on. It's true. Yeah, actually yeah. hasn't been oh, any ch any noticeable change, but we still oh, like you. He has I know, because I don't announce that I'm not going to be on, so that yeah. way your numbers stay the same. That's perfect. You just yeah. have to find me. By yeah. the way, he rationalizing doesn't fall far from the tree. <laughs> Are we running video, Dad? No, I'm not. Uh, do you want me to make video of this? Absolutely. Every time. Listen, if if Joe Dude. Rogan can talk about elk meat exactly. for four hours and get a billion That's views, uh, this is certainly more entertaining than that. Yeah. All right. Sure. It's what a father-son uh, podcast. All right. It's great. Let me, uh, let me see if I. This can... is part of my, uh, you know, introducing my millions of fans to your little podcast. You know, and all you of much. your dysfunctionalism and the justification thereof. Right. <laughs> Oops, I got to put it in video and push the button. All right, yes. we're here with Andrew Rivers now, for real. Uh, all so, right. Well, well, good thing you got the video running because I am shirtless in Seattle, baby. <laughs> shirtless in Seattle. <laughs> so, of course, that's the story. Incredible yeah. heat wave, and Seattle took. Seattle and Portland uh, took a lot of the brunt of it, not so much because the, these aren't temperatures that happen in Phoenix, but more that they, they never have ever happened in Seattle. How, uh, right. how hot did it get at your um, 
condo complex. Well, I think uh, I'm right by the airport there, so I think that the hottest we got was 108, which is pretty bad. And uh, it's nice today. It's back down to a chilly 88 degrees, so oh. I think I'm going to put a scarf on. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But at least the heat kills COVID, you know, so we're fine. That's true. <laughs> no, that is true, because last summer, that's part of why the cases went down a lot. And now we have yes. the vaccines and the heat. And now everyone's huddled indoors together and uh, without rules, and uh, it yeah. should go fine. Pretty awesome. Okay. But, I mean, who knows? You know, it's all fine. Uh, but, yeah, crazy. I've had crazy weather luck this year. Just I had a blizzard in Oklahoma, a heat wave in Seattle. Uh, so I'm pretty sure they just issued a hurricane warning for North Dakota. It's about to get real crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't have AC. That's the big. Uh, that's oh, the big. Issue. We were talking about that earlier today. Um, you've lived there for how long now? Uh, about five years. Yeah, and has never not, needed it. Yes. Yeah, I was going to say you're kind of shaded, and um, the uh, you know it's a good concrete in, into the side. I mean, typically you would be nice and cool. Yeah, there's not a ton of westward windows either, so, uh, you know, there's not a lot of, like, sun beaming directly in. And I was actually fine until about, like, 5 p.m., and then Boom. by that time it just sort of bakes through the insulation. Uh, you know, when it's yeah. 110 degrees, there's not much yeah. you can really do. Right. So but, it, it uh, got bad. So uh, and now you posted some really tasteless uh, crude jokes. <laughs> oh, <Facebook>. come on. <laughs> Don't funny. ruin them for the people. I was going to use them on your podcast. Come on. I didn't know if you were well, going to do them here. or if, Of course. Or, yeah. uh, you know, I, I like to make you squirm a little bit. But sure. uh, it's crazy because we'll see. A I ordered the, the AC uh, a week ago, but it just doesn't come in time, you know? Right. Because I saw the weather models saying that it would be 100 degrees, but every model I've ever met has lied to me, so. Uh, <laughs> Here it comes, yes. There you go. But it's also, it's, it's like, you know, I didn't want to get an AC that I'll use for one day. Right. Uh, it's like buying a six-pack of condoms. Like, I'm not going to need these for another couple years, you know? It's, this is also a once-in-a-millennium event. Sure. But uh, but it was fine. Uh, you know, I had two fans blowing on me last night, Jessica and Lindsay. They were awesome. Oh, yeah, oh man. Yeah. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Uh, that joke, uh, by the way, I heard a joke almost as bad as that on Bill Maher the other night. Yeah. You guys watch Bill Maher? Yeah, he's great. I love Bill Maher. Yeah. yeah, I've been, I've been, I, I, lately I've, I've found out something Andrew knows about the internet. You don't even have to watch their TV shows because no. their monologues are posted every day on YouTube. Absolutely. Right. And once YouTube figures out you like them, they keep pushing them on you. Anyway, uh, Bill Maher s showed a picture of this. I guess it was a reporter overseas. I can't remember what country, but she uh, went to a, uh, what do you call those, wife swapping clubs or sec uh, sex club um, where they yeah. swap partners. Mm -hmm. Swingers club. Yeah. Uh, swingers, thank you very much. I don't even know the name of it. You see, that was planned to make me look nice and innocent. <laughs> sure. <laughs> anyway, well, what do you call it with uh, those uh, heathens over yeah, there? those things, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, this reporter goes to report on the, uh, and it's after COVID, of course, they're opening the swingers club. Right. And so the reporter, and she's a radio reporter, so it's audio, mm. decides to participate Oh boy. And so she has sex on audio. You're and kidding me. Yeah. What? And Bill Maher's comment was awesome. He says, 
It's very uh, exciting for a reporter to come across a great story, but it's not that often that a great story <laughs> hey. comes across her. Hey. <laughs> oh. hey. That's That's a plug for Bill Maher. Uh, I find hey. it personally very tasteless. Anyway. <laughs> yes, yes, that's why you yes. repeated it. Exactly. Way to deflect, Bob. <laughs> so uh, you're 88 degrees today in Seattle. Is the heat wave basically over? Um, no, it's going to stay at least 80 for the next 10 days, uh, as far as we know. So, in, And in um, Vermont, we call that chilly right yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. it'll be that's the thing is compared to 108 you know if you minus 20 if you told me it was going to be 88 a week ago i'd be like oh it's going to get hot but after living through 110 uh you know i just bought a second flannel um and uh this morning when i woke up i actually you know it was like 75 out and i put the i put a blanket on top of me because it was a, a little cold but uh, oh, that's good. All right, so you're back to normal. Yeah, we're fine. We'll right. we'll be all right, and the air conditioner will be here in a, in a few days. And okay. what's crazy is that you know all the hotels, every hotel in Seattle was sold out because oh, because they're very AC, uh, of course. Yes, right, 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 right. And and it, Seattle is the least air conditioned metropolitan city in the United States. So it makes sense. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, which is funny because yeah. we do paper straws to save a, a, a dolphin's family, but if it's above 75 at night, dump the Freon in the ocean. <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> dump the Freon. That's an awesome. That's almost a closer, Andrew. That's beautiful. Yeah, it is. Oh, well, well that would go over great in Seattle. Yeah. So you yeah. just came from San Francisco, right? Yeah, actually, that's I, I was kind of lucky because the first 100-degree day was Sunday, and I was on the plane all day, so uh, I, missed, yeah. I missed one of the days. And uh, the weather was fine down there, but it was Pride Week, so I still had two fans blowing on me. Come on, baby. Oh, All right. Oh, <laughs> Just kidding. Oh. Come on. Here we go. Telling jokes. Let's go. All right. No, it's right. it good. Jokes, folks. <laughs> Come on, baby. Uh, you know, it's not for you. It's for the audience at home. That's but uh, they're they're gonna. I'm gonna get a lot of. I'm gonna get sure. some hate mail and a lot of people that say uh, your dad's an old fart. Don't listen to yeah. him. And but, a lot of handsome uh, men that are well-groomed. Uh, I, I agree with, with both of those letters, by the way. I agree with both of them. Uh, <laughs> so, all right. So, you're But back, it was good. Yeah. So San Francisco was good. It was Pride Week while you were there, right? Right. Um, yeah, it was crazy. And we, you know what's cool is I uh, we were there for like three days, actually. Usually these tours are like, like one, one and done. And uh, um, uh, so I got to actually walk around. I don't know if you've ever walked around San Francisco, but that yeah. is the only city that I believe someone when they say they had to walk to school uphill both ways. <laughs> it is <laughs> just Great massive hills country. everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Put that in your and, card uh, file. I for saw San all the yeah. yes, I, it was a great opener all weekend. But uh, I saw a bunch <laughs> of uh, touristy stuff: the Coit Tower and the the windy uh, t- uh, streets, Lombard Street. Lombard, and, yeah, uh, that's cool. Uh, Joe DiMaggio. Park is out there. He's a baseball player. And I didn't know much. Yeah, I'm not like a big (laughs) history baseball buff, but I didn't know they had steroids back in the 50s because in his honor, people were leaving needles all over the park. Oh, oh, oh. oh. (laughs) All right. Okay, very good. Come on. But uh, yeah, I think that's why all the men have great asses out there because I would would catch myself sort of staring at a a male (laughs) butt. Because uh-huh. I'm looking down, you know, just because I don't like looking, making eye contact with people, and I would see mm-hmm. a nice butt and hot pants, and then I would 
gaze up, and it was, um, it was a guy. Yeah, 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 a man with a mustache winking at me. But, uh, <laughs> uh, that's all right. Well, you are cute, Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, it was fine. You know, it, it was. Um, there's got to be a line between like pride and no shame. I don't know what the difference is, but. <laughs> They really take it. They should call it No Shame Week because everyone's yeah. walking around in skimpy outfits. And, uh, you know, I got on an elevator with a person. I couldn't, you can't even tell who's a gender or what is any. Yeah. And, and that's what's funny about the bathroom debate because I don't, I don't think I need to know. Like, I interact yeah. with people just fine. I don't guess. And uh, I don't care what, you know, rainbows are painted on your face as long as your genitals are covered. That's, you know, <laughs> well, me. Yeah. are they pre-op or post-op? I mean, it just yeah. depends. I mean, I it. it doesn't, it also, that's the thing with the bathroom debate is it's like, who's checking, you know, exactly. who's, Nobody. who's expecting yeah. as, as you walk in. Gender but, neutral. <laughs> Mitch McConnell, yeah. are you inspecting the bathrooms? No, I don't expect bathrooms. Oh, okay. <laughs> we have private right. bathrooms. Yeah. He uh, stays in his shell. Yes, I do. That's right. Are okay. you calling me a turtle again? Senator Absolutely. Turtle. Absolutely. Right, you what's, your, what's your social security? <laughs> you already know it. Um, yeah, but I got I did get hit on by men all weekend. You did. Uh, uh, they're very aggressive out there. That's true. Um, I get hit on by women sometimes, but I think men are more like chasers in general. Um, <laughs> and women are mostly that. for yeah. 50 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> well, like women usually send me a message that says like, I'm at the bar near your, sh you know, come by afterwards. And, uh, and I've learned through 10 years of touring that it's like, I'm going to get done with work at 1 a.m. And then they're going to be <laughs> drunk and it's not going to go anywhere. Sure. Uh, You're not the type of guy that picks up girls at the end of the night. He's not a necrophiliac. At least that I've <laughs> seen, right? I'm sure. Yes, I'm not, uh, yeah. I'm not skilled in that department. Uh, but uh, Can you go with no, I, I'm a Above that sort of thing, and I don't want to demean the <laughs> women, or you're just saying you don't have the skills. Yeah, <laughs> I'm doing fine. You okay. know, I'm doing. I like to play the uh, the both sides of the street. You know. Yeah, I know it doubles your odds. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, not I. You know, I wish I actually told one fella he asked if I'd be gay for the night, and I said I wish I could because I'd get uh, laid a lot more often. But, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, right. I don't talk about my dates much because then people will know how few of them I go on. But I actually, <laughs> a funny story, I missed out on, I planned a date with a, a girl and then uh, she didn't want to hang out because I didn't have air conditioning. So, uh, <laughs> oh my so funny. God, what a uh, <laughs> horrible way to lose it. Which makes, That's it makes sense. Yeah. I yeah. mean, like, you know, if we're having sex in 110 degrees, we might start a bushfire. So, um, <laughs> sure. That's very good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just this whole podcast in the gutter. I'm sorry. Awesome. Andrew, let's plug your shows. You got two shows okay. coming up. How many tickets you got to sell? Most They're selling pretty well, right? Yeah. So North Bend is about 75% full. That's July 9th. And, sell uh, out. Get your tickets it. now. Hurry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 265 seater. How, how do you get the tickets uh, for North Bend? Do you just search North Bend just Theater? On my Facebook page okay. or on uh, my website that'll link to it, or you can message me, you know, I, I respond uh, to you a lot of messages. speak to the fans. If That's very uh, nice. yeah. If they, yeah, I'm a man of the people. Okay. Uh, way, just the attractive ones, but. Yeah. <laughs> I did see Ron White, but I didn't get a chance to talk to him. But I also saw his tour bus. He's promoting a new line of vodka called uh, Juan... It's not Juan Mo time, but it's number Juan. That's what it is. J U A N. Oh, okay. Yeah. And a beautiful, beautiful bus. And this is your future I was looking at. 
So, oh, think thank of, you. Think about a liquor line down down, down yeah, your career yeah. path. All right. uh, uh, well, hopefully, uh, he's got a driver. If he's is the yeah. bus wrapped in uh, in the liquor or like? No, what, it, what it, it, it does have a wrap, and it's the brand all over the bus. Oh. Okay. All right. Yeah, yep. he brings a, a booze on stage too. That's oh. uh, does he really drink as part of his acts? Sometimes I'll never it's get tea. good at that. No, yeah. says the guy who smokes yeah. sometimes on stage. Right, you do that show. Uh, you know, I try to be clear-headed going on uh, on stage. Smoking's right. more of a nighttime, uh, bedtime activity. No, but there's a w- once a year show in Seattle where they do that on purpose. Right? Oh, that's yes. more than more, that's uh once a month. They they do that all okay. the time. But um, yeah. but yeah, I do it. Uh, very rarely. Once a year. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. It's my dad. Uh, it's just once a year. Every Don't time you whip it. out one of those condoms from that six-pack, maybe it's time to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Yes, and then Everett, uh, historic Everett Theater, that's a 600-seater, and we're about uh, 55 56% full for that. So get, I take, love you how buy Andrew, tickets now. Andrew basically lets you audit his entire concert uh, <laughs> ticket sales. all the way where it, 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 And that's transparency. That's how it, it works is. these days. Sure. Tell the people what it is. Yeah. Uh, if you hurry, you can get tickets for North Bend. You can procrastinate another few days, but why do it? Uh, yeah, and then you can buy them now and resell them later when it sells out. <laughs> sure. So that's a thing to think about. A lot of people make money scalping Andrew Rivers tickets. And yes. I'm recording a, a new album for uh, a company, 800 Pound Gorilla, because uh, I'm, you know, my dry bar thing, I got a little lucky, but I'm missing a piece of the pie with like Pandora and Spotify and Sirius and all ah, that stuff. Okay. So. Uh, this will hopefully uh, it get on there. Come out, see the shows, and be on the record. Andrew Rivers, great talking with you. Hey, come, love you. Come, you too. Come back more often. I, I'm, I'm around. All Let's right. make it happen. Good. <laughs> we need All the right. help. There it goes. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, we had a we had a fat show with lots of stuff in it today. Uh, thank yeah. you guys. You're any welcome. any burning desires before we go? Yeah, I want to be Ron White. <laughs> You want to be Ron White? Yeah. Yeah, after seeing that, he was really good. He was yeah. re- the number three comic in the world at one point. Mm-hmm. So he did very well for himself. I wonder if everybody who thinks they want fame and fortune would actually be happy with it. Well, you know, when he was relating his stories and some of the nightmares that he's had on the road, like being kicked off a plane for smoking off of one of his uh, inhalers, mm. you know, and then rolling into a hotel soaking wet with sweat and then not even having a chance to shower before he hit the stage. Yes, it could have been embellished, but it sounded pretty real to me. Stand up is a hard road. Oh, Bob. very hard road. Yeah. Very, very hard uh, road. Even being home. in a rock band is a hard road. Yeah, I hell yeah. I experienced a little bit of that. And yeah. I, I and in, in, in my 20s and 30s, I, would, I really wanted to do Still in the 40s, I did it. I had two bands, but I'm done. <laughs> I can't keep that up. All right. Well, thank you. On that, on that note. <laughs> I mean, that <laughs> level of energy is what I'm talking about. exhaustion with just two sentences. <laughs> That's it for us today. Uh, guys, uh, email us anytime, show at bobandzip.com. We appreciate your uh, Patreon support, patreon.com slash bobrivers. And uh, we will be back Next week, it's a it is a holiday time, so we're on the once a week schedule for a little bit. We will be back next week on Thursday, and uh, I'm not sure who our guests will be, but we'll try to. I'm going to tell you who your guest's going to okay, be. The is... guy that's going to do the Patreon message for your answering machine. Call Perfect. me. All right. If you want an answering uh, machine message, all you have to do is email us show at bobandzip.com. Tell us you're a Patreon. We will check, and if you're a Patreon supporter. Uh, Ed is happy to do whatever you like, uh, as long as it's a voice he actually does. Did you do Casey Kasem? 
I did Casey Kasem many, many years, Bob. <laughs> and here's a long distance dedication <laughs> to, to Zipville. Because <laughs> that guy's a fucking idiot. <laughs> Casey, do you have any thoughts uh, on Britney Spears and uh, how she should, you know, convince the court that she should control her own affairs? I think she should keep her feet on the ground and not up in the air. <laughs> Oh, the estate loves The Bob and Zip Show with Nick Kelly. December I heard they got a new member Yes they did And my only prayer Is that Grams were alive He never got a chance to see them Losing all his vision And most of his hearing But Grandma had the pins in the room Where he cranked their tune Grandma just shook her head and said, kid, Grandpa loved the Rolling Stones. And when he heard painted black, he smoked bones. And when he died, they buried him next to Brian Jones. Hey, Grandma. Is it true what they say, Keith? Stumbled in to make the day they discovered fire. Uncle Grandma, some wild stalk going around town saying that Charlie Walsh's three great-grandchildren are about to retire. Now that ain't nice. Heard some talk about Jack getting some intensive caring. Roaming around a nursing home with Alzheimer's swearing. Older than dirt, still wheelchairs the name of the two. Grandma just hung her head and said, boy, Grandpa loved the Rolling Stones. And when he played satisfaction, he moaned. And when he died, they carved the big tongue on his headstone. Grandpa loved the Rolling Stones. When he played jumping Jack Flash, Heart of Stone. Kidney stone. 